I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Imagine if you are able to borrow a human being like you can a book. The human library actually allows us to do that. Started in Denmark in the year 2000, this human library allows us to borrow a human being in order to learn from that human being. The human being then teaches you to go beyond the stereotype. It might be a stereotype of an alcoholic or a bipolar person or you know, take your pick. In today's episode of Smarter with Sid, what we are going to try and do is figure out if we can get inspired by the human library project. and actually try and figure out whether something like this can be useful in both companies as well as educational institutions let's go now first things first while i think this is a wonderful idea i am not certainly asking anyone to steal and replicate this idea and undermine all the good work that the human library is doing i think they're um, got a good thing going they are uh, doing something unique to the world and uh, more power to them I think that it is something that is, uh, you know, organized as corporate events, and I think it probably falls into a non-profit uh, sort of organization, the Human Library, and it also allows uh, them to perhaps act as, you know, a CSR activity for for companies. So while that is great, this idea or this thought that I've got is actually just inspired from them rather than. Uh, something which uh, you know kind of tries to replicate them or imitate them because that is just not right they're already doing a fantastic job in fact if you go and visit their website uh, you'll soon understand you know the depth and the beauty of the human library and how they are actually looking at people as books so for context first of all let's try to understand this uh, people as books thing right i mean you can read a person like a book is what they say or you can also feel that you know sometimes you say you should not judge a book by its cover now weirdly that's what we do in this era of social media rapid judgments is what we fall prey to right so we are always making snap judgments we are uh, judging a person by the cover rather a book by the cover and we are also you know kind of not really taking time to understand people who are not like us so if somebody has suffered from some specific illness or is suffering from some mental problems or is actually having uh, challenges that we cannot understand or recognize we tend to avoid that and that is where the human library comes into play now i am saying while well, that is all good is there something that we can get inspired by right and that was the context for this in fact the context was also a little bit uh, you know kind of spiced up by the fact that it is time when uh, educational institutes start their academic calendar and it's an exciting time for students and for you know even teachers uh, who see the young batch of new students come in whether it's at a post graduate level or at a, you know um, undergraduate level uh it's an exciting time people are you know kind of curious about you know, who who's going to be their classmate who who the new people are who the juniors are who the seniors are etc and it is something which is fraught with a little bit of being overwhelmed and this is the sort of situation that can unfortunately lead to 
maybe some sort of ragging or, or some sort of uh, illegal uh, you know uh, putting pressure on people just because you're senior and and the rest of it i don't want to get too deeply involved in this i think a lot of educational institutes have very serious sort of um, ways in which they deal with this but my feeling is that imagine instead of uh, you know the usual sort of enculturation activities that happen uh if you could actually borrow a person like you can borrow a book in that sort of scenario and you can actually learn from people who are not like you so imagine that everybody's name goes in and you are matched up by somebody who's you know the, the furthest away from you or maybe you can have a selection of people who are not like you because what tends to happen is that when you go to a new place and this happens specifically in a residential campus when you are far away from the city that you are in or the town that you are in that you tend to congregate with people who speak your language with people who are like you with people who can make you feel comfortable in an uncomfortable uh, place and while that is important and that should also be encouraged we should also be looking towards opening up people's minds you know people's brains into connecting and meeting up with people that they would have never met otherwise and in fact maika one of the places that is so dear to me uh, and where i teach uh, does this beautifully there are so many people who come in from very rigid conservative backgrounds who get to meet their exact opposites you know liberal progressive people and there is an exchange of views perspectives and even ideologies that that happens on on the campus which is so beautiful to watch now that is a sort of a quasi human library sort of situation without actually us understanding it but it is organic by nature now imagine if an event was created which kind of makes it inorganic and instead of the typical speed dating enculturation thing which perhaps might be fun uh, you know considering you know that that it is so popular you could have something like this as well and it it would go a long long way in which you can build your outlook and i think specifically this would work even better at an undergraduate residential campus level because it is something that you know your your mind is even more neuroplastic uh, the younger you are now all said and done this is for educational institutes but can we actually do this in corporations now this is where it would be weird because people go there to work people don't want to waste time people are different people don't know how long they're going to be in an organization and stuff like that but imagine a situation wherein you can learn from somebody who is from a completely different department and not just learn about that person but also about the kind of function he or she does but in a non threatening way I'm sure the HR of many companies is already doing this sort of buddy system, and but that happens in the orientation program thing. Check out the uh, you know the episode on orientation uh, that that I've done recently. Uh, but for this, I would say it is it is goes beyond. It goes beyond the orientation program, and it is uh, focusing more on let's say meet a new human being once every month. or twice a month or whatever it may be wherein you are trying to learn not just from the person but also you are trying to learn a new skill now that skill might be something to do with office work or something that you know learn how to make pizza or something and it is such a, an enriching experience to learn something from a complete stranger you know you would have never known this guy from finance if you are in marketing or somebody from purchase or somebody from engineering and uh, it it's a good way to actually try to understand how people are now while people might take it as a 
painful additional sort of thing that they will have to do beyond their work hours it could be done as a voluntary thing it could be done as a lunch time thing it could be perhaps done as something which counts towards certain areas of their you know uh, diversity uh, and in inclusion inclusivity uh, sort of um, commitments so you can have different ways in which you can look at an initiative like this but i believe that if this sort of thing happens the the strength of the tribe will only increase and in it will increase in an organic and real way rather than the rah rah way that you can actually see in uh, you know be t- being talked about in meeting rooms and board rooms and every other kind of room so that's it i mean this is my spin off on on the human library project and the way in which it can be adapted um, not the human library project but just the, the, the sort of interaction can be that can be adapted in educational institutes as well as you know uh, organizations i'm sure a lot of institutions and organizations are doing something around this as well but for any anybody who is not doing it just a thought just a thought and by the way if you like you know this maybe you should set up a human library project in your city i guess i don't know why i'm being that spokesperson but i just love this idea of talking to strangers i suppose uh, and strangers who can teach you a few things rather than not teach you a few things right i hope you like this episode of mine a little different from the rest and uh, if you like this episode do like and subscribe to my podcast many more to come from from where this one came from like podcasts like these well then you should go to ivm podcast and check even more wonderful and more varied stuff coming your way and hey if you like me i'm the traveling professor and you can always follow me on linkedin and on instagram until next time then until next time